Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. We've stayed at eco-resorts. Yes. Well, I think we should talk about what an eco-resort is, what you can uh, do or see, or what does that even mean? Right. Every, it really depends on where you go, and it's not like, you know, by country or anything. You know, Costa Rica has some great eco-resorts. We have not been to Costa Rica yet, but we have been to one in Mexico. Yeah? Both were in Mexico, actually. Yeah, one we was like on Mexico. Pac- yeah. We go there a lot. Yeah. One was on the Pacific side. That was a true eco-resort. Yes, the one over in Cheddar Mall, uh, near the Belize border, was an eco resort, but not really. That well, had... yeah. <clears throat> so what does it mean? Yeah. We went to our first one. The... Well, f- can I interrupt? Yes, of course. An eco resort doesn't mean anything. It right. could mean any. It's a marketing term. It could mean to whoever's decided that's what they've got going on, then that's what they're going to call it. Generally, it means that they're more environmentally conscious than your standard resort. Maybe they have a recycle program or they're reducing plastics or they're not using insecticides or herbicides or this kind of thing. Correct. It does not mean they don't have air conditioning, although it can mean that. Yes. So the two we've been to were very opposite of each other. They were. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Our first day, unfortunately, it is, it's not there anymore. Their 20-year lease was up, and they couldn't afford the new lease. Mahuitas was just south of Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. No roads. There were no roads to this uh, location. No. You got there by boat. So they would pick you up off of a dock in the south end of Puerto Vallarta, and you would take a boat out. And they would just land it on the beach and pull your stuff off. And there was virtually no electricity. Right. They used a generator. For they used a generator time. at night to light up the main building. And it was far enough away you really didn't hear it. Uh, it was super quiet. You had a little tiny electric fan that battery was operated battery operated. I think it was solar. Maybe it was solar, right. So it would it would go on and um, you know it's pretty warm you know you've been doing all this stuff and so you're going to bed and yeah it's, the fan is nice and by the by the morning it's cool enough you're fine but uh, yeah it was really a great experience it was something that made me want to try an eco resort again because yeah. it was very romantic no lights all candlelight at oh, yeah. night all candlelit can- paths yeah and they're you don't have four walls. <laughs> oh, right. They were open-air casitas. <laughs> yeah. So you have your back wall and one half side wall, one full side wall, out to a nice uh, balcony that overlooked the water and the beach. That was really nice. And yeah. then your shower, you would walk out the side of the building. And, you know, they had it, you know, Surrounded by boulders. Yeah. So, you know, you weren't open to the ocean, but it certainly was outdoors. So... Uh, but it was a flush toilet. It had running water in the sink, and right. the shower had running water. It wasn't like an outhouse or something like that. It was actually very comfortable. Yes, and it was very nice. It was it was lovely. To, you could sit in bed, and you're looking out through some trees at the ocean. It was yeah, beautiful. It was really pretty. The downside of that experience was there was no air conditioning. We were there in October because there was no power. And it was very, very, very hot. 
so it was difficult to get comfortable at night for sleeping purposes yes. and the other thing was because the bathroom was exposed to it was outside essentially I mean I was greeted on our first night by a fairly sizable crab in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. he and I both yeah. were a little scared and then later on by a fairly sizable boa constrictor that was looking for a drink in the shower right so, she came running out of the shower big snake big snake and I'm thinking okay there's you know a little gardener's thing and I went out there and I'm like whoa you know it was it was a good five six foot uh, boa constrictor so yeah and he didn't want to have anything to do with us he was just like okay you know, he's moving slow. He's a snake, but he he, he kind of turned around and headed headed off. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's people here. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he left. That made me more cautious every time I went into the bathroom. Yeah. So, and yeah, you have bugs, although they weren't excessive here by any means. You know, I think maybe because it was on the coast. I yeah. mean, definitely the Sierra Madre mountain range was... Bu- behind yeah the i mean that's why there were no roads because it was there was jungle mountains behind yeah uh but i think because you're on the beach it's probably less buggy yeah then i'm sure if you went in to the oh, jungle yeah, of course yeah. foot or two yeah it would be very full of bugs yeah. yeah but it was really it was a great stay mm-hmm. you know they have shade and, and uh lounge, cut, chairs. lounge chairs to lay on and um there was snorkeling off to one side and uh, they had manta rays swimming by, but as soon as you got close to the water, they would leave. So you couldn't be in the water with them, but uh, the fish were there. They had some dogs on site that were great. Yeah. They loved to swim. They loved to go out on the surfboard and kayak. So. Conversely, or in contrast, right. our experience in Chetamal was, uh, and I don't, was it, what was the name of the hotel at Cohen Leach? Explorian. Explorian. Right. Now, we went down there because we wanted to rest and relax, and we also wanted to go see some ruins. So we were able to do both. Yes. They had daily outings. Well, first, let's describe the resort. You go in, you know, massive open-air building in the beginning. uh, Has the bar, has lounge chairs where you can sit in the shade with the fan over. Has a pool that was probably 25 yards long, maybe 8 yards wide. Yards? Yeah, that's a long pool. Was it? Okay. It was, okay. long, it was kind okay. of short and... I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you a picture. In fact, you'll see Sally kind of sitting in the lounge chair there. Uh, again, it was still... It's pretty warm. So I don't know if we ever went in the pool. We had a couple of days. It yeah. poured rain. Yeah. Just... Um, yeah, it poured rain. But so... And then we had probably, what, 50 yards hike to our room? Not hike, but... It was a trail, and it was... It Cement. had tiles, or it was paved, or something like that. Yeah. And it had low lights right. in the evening, and I think they might have been solar-powered lights that were along the trail. Or no, they probably weren't because they were inside the concrete yeah. wall there. And you had, did definitely have to walk back into the jungle a little ways to get to your guest room at right. this at this particular resort. The guest room had lighting and it had air conditioning. Had air conditioning, yeah. What they didn't do is spray with pesticides, and I don't think they used herbicides to control the weeds. I think they just groomed the... the... Right, yeah. And there there were bugs. Yeah. There was the grasshopper that touched Sally's foot. 
<laughs> it was very big. Yes. <laughs> and it felt like somebody whacked my foot with a stick. It was heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. It was yeah. a big one. I mean, it was good. I feel Three justified half, in my shriek. Yes. And then there's another. we were walking up for dinner one night and the spider at least four inches across. I mean, it was just Almost huge. the size of a CD, but a little bit smaller. Yeah. No, that's post, not its body. That's size. with its legs and everything. The body was only a quarter size. But uh, Sally saw it, high steps, screamed, ran about 10 feet, and then turned around and says, don't you leave me over here. And I'm looking at the spider. I'm waiting for it to do something. And what I felt like is it's looking at me like, what is this huge dude going to do? So I stepped <laughs> to the right. He took off to his right. He was in the bushes so fast. So he just wanted to get out of there too. So uh, none of the bugs were... Uh, attacking the only thing they ever had happen there they said a jaguar came in and got up you have little patios that have a hammock and chairs to sit on outside and they said one of the jaguars got up over the top of that there's some um, lattice yeah and uh, he was just hanging out so a jaguar has never attacked a human on record so, I mean, you're not food to them. So uh, they called the front desk and they said, uh, you're just going to have to wait. It'll go away. <laughs> so and it did. And an hour later it left. So we did not get the opportunity to see Jaguar. I thought that would have been fun as long as we were inside. <laughs> the thing is that you should keep in mind is really do your research first. Because if you're, right. if you're not down with uh, maybe less than pristine landscaping, if you prefer not to be in a super you know, or not a super, but a buggy environment, a place that doesn't use pesticide, you know, that might be something to consider before deciding to select an eco-resort. Yeah. If, if it truly is an eco-resort, they are going to try to go for minimum impact on the surrounding area. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't mean they're not comfortable, although it can mean that. So all the reviews will tell you. Mahawitis, I had friends that went down there, loved it, told me all about it. So I knew it was you know, rustic and unair conditioned. I still loved it. Oh yes, I loved it too. Yeah. But we had the opportunity to book at an eco resort when we were in central southern Yucatan, outside of Ishpu Hill or in around Ishpu Hill. And I thought after our last eco resort experience with all the bugs, I just wasn't up for it. I was like, nope, that's just not for me. I don't want to be in the jungle. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of bugs. Yeah. Not that I like pesticides. But you're in a hotel, you're not in the jungle. So we were, you know, our hotel was right off the main road. You know, once the town is built out a little bit, you have less creatures. It's just the way it We is. didn't stay there, so I don't know what it's like. It's probably delightful. Yeah. But it just didn't sound like something I was up for. Would I go to an eco-resort again? It depends. I would really do my research because I actually don't care for the resorts that use a ton of pesticides. And we've been to those and they it can be very off-putting. All the aroma of the pesticides, the impact of the pesticides yeah. or the herbicides, it just seems unnecessary. Yeah. The, the nicer resorts, you know, you can cut the jungle back or mow the lawns or do whatever you're going to do without using a lot of pesticides. So. It's got to be very impactful to the wildlife in that area, I yeah. imagine. But yeah. that's yeah. another, you know, when you're thinking about travel. 
not everything is, I mean, sometimes travel's good for an economy, but there's downsides too. Right. Try to think about it a little bit. Yeah. Make good choices. Yeah. The least amount of impact you can have while you travel, the better. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. So, so look at eco-resorts, you know, stay in one, make up your own mind. Yeah. So. Stay in one. It's always an adventure traveling. Yes. <laughs> I liked both of ours. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Mexico in October, it's certainly nice to have air conditioning. But if you're there in December, it's probably a lot easier. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's still warm, but it's not you know October warm. So I time of year yeah. makes, makes a big difference too. When we were down there and we were on, like on the border of Belize, we went for a bike ride to the nearby Mayan ruins Cohen at Cohen Leach, yeah. and they were amazing. The bike ride was it was there was a torrential downpour. Right. <laughs> at the beginning of our bike ride, after we were you know halfway there. We got absolutely drenched, and it wasn't a hot day by any means, but within 20, 30 minutes, we were completely dry. Yeah. So it's, you know, no big deal. If you've ever been to Hawaii, it rains in the afternoon, 4 o'clock. It's going to rain for half an hour or an hour or whatever. So you just you just know the, the tropical places, it rains in the afternoon. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. So. Can I say something else? If you go to some place that's advertising itself as an eco-resort and you find that they're using a lot of disposable items or they're not, or they're using pesticides or herbicides or they're not really doing anything that's very obviously eco or they're doing things that obviously aren't, call them out. Make sure that you're writing a review on their website or on TripAdvisor or one of the other sites to, or if you're blogging, let, let people know because they shouldn't be marketing themselves as being eco-friendly if they aren't following at least some kind of standard eco-friendly policies. Yeah. That's all I have to say on this matter. Me too. <laughs> I enjoyed both our stays. Uh, they were definitely different, and I'm sure every place you stay is different. But mm -hmm. if they're going to use eco, yes, it should be eco. I agree. So. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Al. Click like, subscribe, comment, whatever you would like. And thanks for watching. <laughs>